This is the Watch Post podcast, which you'll find at watchpost.org. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome back yet again to the Watch Post podcast. Today, we are going to talk about the difference between the world's wisdom and God's wisdom. Um, I think it's very important for us to understand that when we are told by God to pursue wisdom when we we are excited to pursue wisdom, that this means pursuing wisdom in God. So many people today, even young Christians or Christians in general, are adamantly pursuing wisdom, but they pursue wisdom um, by whatever calls itself wisdom. So they're easily swayed into pursuing things that are not of the Lord. We have to remember that wisdom is not sacred. And there is so much in this world that professes to be wisdom that is not wisdom. I was looking up this verse in 1 Corinthians 1, um, talking about the world's wisdom. And as I was searching for it, I came across this book that's entitled The World's Wisdom. Um, And it's about I mean, just from a very brief, you know, description on it, it, it's talking about the the world's wisdom collections of ancient writings and this type of stuff. And this is the kind of thing that we're easily uh, enamored with. We're easily persuaded to either pursue an ancient quote unquote wisdom, or we're we're persuaded to get excited about something new and modern. Um, we, we need to recognize those desires. We need to recognize that that goes on in our heart and kind of have a call for what it is that we need to be careful with that um, and ensure that when we pursue wisdom, we need to pursue Christ. We need to read our Bibles. We need to understand um, the world around us in and through scripture. Now, the problem is, is that on one side of this, um, we feel this pressure to deny facts, right? If we're going to be true to Christ, you know, we take this to the false of feeling like we have to kind of shun away very obvious facts. And these, and that's because the world often takes these facts and they try to spin a lie with it. So they'll take something like archaeology and they'll, they'll try to suggest that there is something here that contradicts scripture. And we know that scripture is not contradicted. So we feel that we need to somehow deny the facts of these archaeological find or whatever. You can apply this in so many different areas. Um, and we don't have to do that. But we also need to stay true to scripture. And I think that's kind of the issue here is where the world does this thing where on the other side, they they say that there is this this archaeological find and that it proves that this lie is true and that we need to come into submission basically to that lie. Um, And we're never obligated to accept anything that is in contradiction to scripture. And I think a lot of us feel that pressure, feel that if we're going to be, you know, honest and, you know, open about things that we have to be willing to do that. And we're never obligated to do that. Just because we can't explain something, especially immediately, doesn't mean that we're obligated ever to go against the scriptures because our loyalty is to Christ. Our loyalty is to the word of God, always first and foremost. 
And this is what we need to be called to. Um, we need to realize that the world's wisdom um, is, is foolishness. And why is it foolish? Because it does not lead to God. It does not lead to Christ. We, we can explore all the world's wisdom, and yet it is completely dead. It is dead to God. We have this pretty profound contradiction where, where man today can, you know, measure the stars and, and literally touch the moon. And yet he is completely dead to God. And we need to hold these things up in comparison. What does it really matter if we can, you know, through science, build crazy bombs and, you know, have an advanced sewage system? But at the same time, none of these things point to God. None of these things change the heart that is completely dead to God. And so how wise can this wisdom truly be if it doesn't lead to the most essential truth of this entire universe? And now this is what God is talking about in 1 Corinthians 1. If we look starting at verse 21 to 23, it says, for since in the wisdom of God, the world did not know God through wisdom. It pleased God through the folly of what we preach to save those who believe. For Jews demand signs and Greeks seek wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and folly to Gentiles. We need to realize that these things, the demanding of signs and the the wisdom of the world is precisely the thing that contradicts the truth of scripture. Um, and we, we need to realize that at the center of even facts that people in the world try to hold up, what is at the center of what they are trying to use these facts for? Is it for obedience to Christ? Is it for um, understanding the scriptures? It is, is it for expounding upon these things? No, it is always for rebellion against God. Always for rebellion against him. They try to take up science or philosophy or morality, whatever it is, and they seek to rebel against God. That is always at the center. And we need to recognize this as Christians um, and be on guard against these things. Because again, our loyalty is to Christ. We are called to pursue the wisdom that is Christ and to understand the wisdom of God. Because naturally, we do not understand the wisdom of God. Even as we are born again, we are born into a new nature. But that doesn't mean we understand God or the, or the ways of God. And I think this is most profoundly true of this generation of Christians. We truly don't understand so much about God. And rather than see this and see the command to come and search out wisdom through Christ, we instead turn and waste our time with the playing around with the games of the world. Now, what's sad is that in one part, you know, there's facts that things like psychology um, today own that even Christians don't own. There, there's certain degrees within this wisdom of the world that has an acknowledgement that we need as Christians. But these things are taken way out of proportion because they are used as idols. They are used as the end all solutions for life. And yet they are walking in utter 
irony because while they hold up one small fact that is true and relevant, they are missing, you know, the 999 other things that are essential to life. It makes me think of Matthew 16, 26, for what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man gain in return for his soul? Now, we understand this verse in connection to, you know, pursuing riches and pleasure. But how true is this also for the wisdom of the world today? You know, what does it matter if we are able to fix one little thing or send a rocket to Mars when at the end of all of this, we die and we lose our souls? I think that's what we need to see here. You know, we don't need to deny that that science is advanced today, that technology is advanced today. But really, what does it matter? What does it matter? Because none of these things bring a person to God. And we need to understand science or psychology or philosophy, whatever it is, we need to understand these things underneath Christ. And what that's going to show us is how taking up these things in vast amounts is, is in contradiction to Christ. It opposes Christ. There are many Christians today who are enamored with psychology, for example, and they need to be very, very careful with this. While this, I think psychology validates at times what is not acknowledged in the church, how far do you go in this? How far do you go, you know, in the the Meyer Briggs personality test, how far do you trust in these things and make these things your focus? Um, because while you can, you know, look at these things and be and acknowledge, hey, I never knew that about myself. I mean, do you really make this the center of your life? Because Christ and his wisdom is meant to occupy your life. And if it doesn't, we need to wrestle before God and wrestle how to understand these things within Christ, within the word of God, so that we are wholly given over to him. I think a lot of us need to realize that, that there's nothing that should be valuable to us if it doesn't come from Christ. Are we faithless to Christ and yet think that this is harmless? I think that's really the concern for so many of us today. Because in wisdom, in whatever we're pursuing, we need to be faithful to Christ first, always, and making sure that what we pursue is, is truly of him and not of the world. Um, and wisdom is absolutely one of these things that we need to be careful about. So I hope these things are, again, a help to you. I know that um, some of these things can be a little bit confusing for us, but I, I pray that we would just continue to press in to Christ, that we would continue um, to be seeking to be conformed to Jesus and be loyal to Jesus in everything in our lives, um, that there is nothing out of, in our lives that is out of step with faithfulness to Christ. So I hope to see you all again tomorrow. Take care. For more content like this, visit watchpost.org.